Hey, beautiful people, and thank you for listening to the Bang 2-3 podcast. If you find this funny, entertaining, or insightful, feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, or if you want to make my day, go show us some love on our Instagram page, because I love each and every single one of you. Thank you for listening. Well, I'm joined by my newest buddy, Bob, and Bob is um, a sports fanatic, um, as you can see if you're watching the video. Um, he's a host of a podcast, Locked Up Sports, and he's also a uh, huge Mets fan. Uh, Mets fan, and he is a corrections officer at Rikers Island. Thanks for coming on, Bob. Thank you, thank you for having me. Um, we just became best friends in the last in the last podcast, so this one should be good. Yeah, uh, for those listening, we just recorded a sports podcast. It got pretty heated. Uh, I found out a lot of uh, interesting New Orleans. I mean, uh, New York City. Uh, sports history and uh, some culture over there. Uh, could we just start off with some sugar? Let's start off with dessert. What is the craziest thing you've seen at Rikers Island? Just just today, I saw a guy get stabbed. Um, and I went, the craziest thing I've seen? Oh, I, I To be honest with you, I can't even put into like a, a single crazy thing. It's crazy. You know what the craziest thing I've seen is? That the cell doors don't lock. Oh shit! They don't work. Nothing on. Nothing works inside the jail. Like the way I describe it to people is: Have you ever seen the show Locked Up Abroad? Yes. Where you know a girl goes on spring break, she spends all her money, so she has to get back. So someone convinces her to put a bunch of like heroin in her stomach, and she gets caught in Cambodia, and she does ten years in a Cambodian prison. Rikers yeah. is worse. It's they. The, the cells don't lock. When I first got to the, the, I'm in the young adult jail and it's, the cells don't work. They, they kick the doors open and they run through the hallways and it's just madness. And I work in the young adults. The young adults are relentless. As you can see, I'm not a big guy. So what they say, they'll say to me all the time, they're like, oh, why, why don't you fight me? Why don't you fight me? I'll be like, because I'm going to lose. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm going to beat you up. Like, you're going to beat me up if we fight. I'm not going to pretend like I don't need to be a man. All right. And then another thing the kids like to say is, um, you know, I got more money than you. I got more money than you. And I'm like, listen, you're 19 years old. I'm a 40 year old man. You're not supposed to have more money than me. If you have more money than me, shame on me. And then they'll be like, oh, but I'll be fucking girl. I'll be fucking. You get bitches. You get bitches. I'll be like, listen, stop, stop, stop bragging about sex i go everybody has sex ugly <laughs> people have sex fat people have sex good looking people have sex i go everybody has sex you know who doesn't have sex inmates inmates don't have sex so you can bragging about all this stuff like it's not like you're bragging about something that three percent of the population does if you were like hey if they were like hey check out these double backflips i'm going to do down the tier that i'd be impressive with but not like you having sex, like everybody has sex, but they, it's, it's crazy. They make, they all have weapons. Um, I have a pep, I have pepper spray. A lot of people don't know. They think like we, they think we have guns in there. No, if we had guns in there, they would attack me and they take the gun and they shoot me. So now what I have is I have pepper spray. It's OC. It's called OC spray. And it works like a charm. I think any female should carry it. It works like a charm. These guys will constantly say to me, I'll put, take my spray out. You know, if you spray me, I'm going to knock you out. I'm going to knock you out. No, you're not. You're going to go cry in the corner, just like everybody else does. It doesn't say on this can, 
works on everybody except Crips and Mac Bowler Brims. You know, <laughs> Mac Bowler Bloods and Crips, it don't work on that. It doesn't say that. So you're going to go cry in the corner. So it's crazy. The crazy, uh, there's fights every day. They all have weapons. They cut each other up. Um, it's all gangs. And it, it, it's a, just a whole nother world. It's a whole nother world. It really is. And we do like about, last year we were doing 20 hours a day. Um, we would basically be on post until we decided to walk off. Because there wasn't, during the pandemic, there wasn't enough officers. Nobody was coming to relieve you. You have to be relieved. You know, it's like it's like the police. Like, if if you call, if we're police officers and you call in sick, the guy the the, the sergeant can say, okay, you go cover these couple blocks every once in a while, go check them out. But in jail, every housing area has to have an inmate, has to have an officer. I'm sorry. So, yeah, you can't go home until you get properly relieved. Now, here's one of the crazy things I, I've seen. I was sitting there. They have two housing areas, right? So it'll be two housing areas right here and right here. And there'll be a pantry in the middle. Now, what the pantry is supposed to be used for is one inmate goes in and he and he serves the food. That's not what it's used for. It's really a drug tunnel oh, shit. and a territory thing. The one house will get into the pantry. These guys will be like, yo, they, we, we ain't getting out of the pantry. We're sticking it up. We're sticking up the pantry. It's our pantry now. Fuck that other side. Uh, whatever. I don't care. Like I could care less whether you're going to give up the pantry or not. I go, but eventually they're going to get in the pantry because you're going to have to lock in at some point. So, you know, we're going to get you out of the pantry at some point. And then when they get in the pantry, they're going to do the same thing. So I don't know why you do this. And they, you know, they didn't make no sense. So I was sitting there writing in my logbook. The guys, are, the inmates are hanging out around me, talking to me, bullshit and whatever. All of a sudden, now there's big warmers where they like heat stuff up and they're like big, heavy metal, probably like the size of this desk right here that I'm sitting at. And I'm sitting there writing in the book and all of a sudden, Bam, a warmer comes through the pantry, the locked door, and the other housing area comes right behind it with weapons, swinging, gang war. There's a gang war right there in front of me. I took out my spray, I sprayed, and I said, okay, get me out of here. You know, you don't pay me enough to do this right here. So I sprayed, and I got out. But it was crazy. I was sitting there writing. You know, they, they just, it's, it's a whole other world. It really is. I've been doing it for seven years. I still can't believe they gave me a badge and a gun. You know, but it's 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 good. I like it. I like it because I get to be tough. I'm not tough. I'm not tough at all. Look at me. Like I don't get in fights out here. You'd be like, yo, why don't you fight? I'd be like, because I'm a 40 year old man. Like, I don't <laughs> fight people. Like, what are you talking about? Fight people? Like, what are we gonna do? They're like, yo, let's step in the cell. I'm like, I don't step in other men's bedrooms to fight them. And they they hate me when I first start because I'm sarcastic and I'm an asshole. But they end up liking me. But, you know, when you get to them, because you have to get to know them. You have to work with them. I'm with them every day, you know. And they'll always say, like, you tough like this in the town? I'm like, no, no way. Not even close to tough like this in the town. If I see you in the town, I'm running the other way. But, you know, I could be an asshole. And sometimes I, I get, you know, I, I spray them. I'm known as somebody who sprays. You can basically, you know, as soon as you, I feel threatened, I'm going to spray. I got my nose broken last year. It was in the newspaper. The guy got seven years which I thought was a little much, you know, he broke my nose, but seven years, he's a, you know, he's a kid, but that's, you know, the liberal in me coming out, but it's a good job. I took it because I could stop working one day, 20 years. I'm out. I get the best benefits money could buy. And I get a pension for the rest of my life. Once I retire, So that's why I did it. And it's good money. We make good money. We're the second highest paid correction officers in the country. And that's why I can have an iPhone and, 
you know, stuff like that. Man, that is insane. It's could you, so I, I, I want to kind of take a quick peek into this world. Could you tell us like a, what is a day in life like for you? Okay. So I'm currently right now we're currently working 12 hour tours. So I will, um, I wake up at like three forty-five in the morning. Okay. I'll get there at six o'clock, go to roll call, get my post for the day. Let's say I'm working the other here, right here. I'll tell you what the other day was. The other day I was working a housing area. It was, um, it's a blood. It's mostly bloods in this housing area. So I got to the housing area. They were like, Oh, you know, what's up? We were hanging out. You let them out. They come out at like eight o'clock. They lock it. They come out from five to seven in the morning. Then they lock back in from seven to eight. Then at eight o'clock, they come out again. So they're out. We're hanging out. I have my, you know, how like a, a police officer, I have the two pockets here. Yep. I have my pen in my pocket. One of the inmates, and he, he's annoyed me forever. He calls me white boy. And he's just, he's just, a, he's disrespectful. He comes up, grabs the pen out of my shirt. I'm like, yo, what the fuck are you doing, bro? I pull out my spray. He puts the, he gives me the pen back. And he goes, if you ever back your spray out on me like that again, I'm going to fucking kill you. I said, oh, yeah. So he took a step towards me. I sprayed him. Bam. Now you guys can lock in. So they locked in, right? They locked the, the I called an alarm. I pushed my, my PBA personal alarm. Backup came. They locked the house in. So now they're locked in for the day. Okay. They're locked in. I'm not doing anything for you. I went back. I went to the clinic, got uh, decontaminated for the OC exposure. I go back to the house and now they're all locked in. They're screaming and yelling. Yo, I need this, pass that. Da, da. I'm not doing any of that. They're like, yo, you're not doing your job, this and that. I said, are you alive? They said, yeah. I said, then you're good. Then I'm doing my job. All this extra, all this other stuff is extra. And I'm not doing it. So you guys ruined my day. I'm not doing anything extra for your day. So then they start setting fires. So they set a fire. They set like paper on fire. They throw it out under the tier. They throw a bunch of shit out, out their cells, out like the little food slot. And that is a big fire on the tier. So how do they set a fire? How, how do you, do they have a light? How do they set a fire? They use, um, here's what they use. And this is what they use to like, light like their cigarettes and their drugs and stuff. They take uh, the masks, like the masks that we all wear for COVID. Yeah. And they take the wire out of the, you know, the wire that goes around your nose. Yep. And they smash it into, and they take a, uh, they take a, a piece of a, a mop head, right? A mop head is we give the yeah. mop head so they get clean. And they pull one of the strings off, so now they have a long string. That's the wick. So what they do is they take toilet paper, and they put it on something. So they have like a bunch of toilet paper here that's some flammable. They smash the wire from the mask into the outlet, creates a spark. They get, they get the paper lit, and then they light the, the, the piece of the mop head. And the piece of the mop head burns slowly, so that's a wick. I'm like, if you guys just applied yourself to something, you're not dumb. You know? <laughs> So they start lighting fires. So I take the fire extinguisher. I go down to the go down the tier. I put out the fire. I spray in their cells a little bit with the thing, you know, because fuck you, you know. I'm giving. I'm supposed to have an easy day now. I just had a use of force. I have to do all this paperwork because I sprayed you. So I put it out, and they're like, "Yo, yo, I don't, what are you, young pastors? Get this from nine cell. Get the no. I'm not no. I'm not doing anything to you. Go back. They light another fire. I go back. I down with the fire extinguisher. Spray, put it out, ruin their stuff in their cell, you know. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and then uh hold on, let me grab a water real quick. Go ahead. 
Sorry about, sorry about that. So no, it's okay. So then, so what they do then is um, they um, they they set two fires. So the captain comes, he brings me another fire extinguisher, and he goes, "Here, if they set another fire, put it out with this. They'll never set another fire again." They set another fire. I go down there, I spray it. It's like a foam. It's like not even foam. It's like a dust. It almost looks like nine eleven. Like you couldn't see nothing on the tear. Ruined. The whole tier looked like a bomb went off. So now they're splashing me as I walk down the tier with liquid, water, whatever. Because they're mad at me because they're locked in because I sprayed the guy. So now I had, I got assaulted because that's an assault. They're throwing, who knows what they're throwing on me? Is it piss? Is it water? Is it, you know, whatever. And then they set a fourth fire. So I was like, I was like, all right, guys, I put it out. I was like, I'll see you next fire. They came again <laughs> at six o'clock right before I was leaving. They set another fire. So I went down there and I had my spray out. Now I am allowed to spray to stop them from throwing liquid or spitting on me. I could spray. So they, they, what they did was they tied like strings around their slots. So they'd splash me and they'd pull the slot closed. And I'm just walking down the tier. It's probably eight feet wide. Each side, they're just splashing me. And then I put the fire out. And the one guy's like, yo, yo, Walters, if you would have just fucking responded to us, we've been calling you for hours. You're not doing nothing. We're human beings. I was like, so I stopped. There's flames. Now, at this point, they pushed their mattresses out onto the tier and lit them on fire. So it's like flames. It's like big fire. I'm like, what is it that you want? And he looks up at me and he goes, do I just need you to do a favor for me? Really? I was like, eh, no, no. <laughs> like, this is why I'm not fucking coming out of here. All right. Stop. So as I'm walking back, I see one of the guys puts his face in the, in the slot. He goes to throw something. And I was just like, shh. Prayed him. Got him in the cell. The other guy over here sprayed him. He starts splashing me. I was like, now you guys can fucking marinate in that because we got a call for backup. You can sit in that cell and fucking, and it burns. It burns. So that was two, that was three days ago. Um, we have suicides that we, we have to watch for. I worked for, uh, I worked a couple of years in uh, an MO house, which is a mental observation house, which is like one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Rikers Island is the biggest mental institution in the, in the country. So what they'll have is like, they'll be why It's like crazy, crazy. Like they're watching TV all day, watching whatever, talking about what's on TV and whatnot. <laughs> I got it. Talking about what's, what's on TV and everything. And the TV's not on. Oh shit. <laughs> you know, it's like that. It's like, it's like that. Some of these houses and there's a lot of drugs in there. They do it. They they do assault us every once in a while. It it it's crazy. It's like you wouldn't even believe it. And I'm down there with with the inmates. I'm right in there. Me and fifty of them. I had a guy. Um, I he was a suicide watch, and he's he uh, he started bashing his head. They have tablets like uh like uh iPads that that are they're not allowed on the internet, but it gives them games and stuff. He starts smashing his head, and he comes, and the officer's a new officer, and he's like. Yeah, I could see him panicking. I'm like, don't open the cell. Don't let him out. Don't open the cell. He's not going to die by hitting himself in the head. He's going to pass out. So the officer kind of panics. He stands up. He's like, open the cell, open the cell. So they open the cell. The guy runs out, runs around him, grabs the, the chair, and starts making a beeline towards me. And I have a suicide watch down at the other end of the tier with the chair like this. He, 
I back up into the day room, throws it against the day room, nothing happens. They get him out into like what we call the bridge just outside the housing area. He spits on me through the through the thing. I'm like, what? The next day he spits on me again. And I'm like, yo, what's what's the deal? He's like, yo, I'm gonna murder your family. I'm gonna murder everyone you love. And like it sounds a little different when they use like the word murder. Like he's like, I'm like, they're not like, yo, I'm just gonna fuck you up in the street, yo. I'm like, you're gonna murder why are you who I'm like, who are you? Why do you hate me so much? I don't even know you. Like, so he did it again the third day, spit on me again. He tried to get after me. I'm like, yo, what is this? They're like, they 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 brought him down to the intake. They're like, yo, why are you doing this to him? And what's the deal? And he said, you know, he went, oh, he's racist. He called me the N-word, this and that. They're like, no, he didn't. Okay, we know, well, he's not racist. So what it really was, he goes, okay, well, five years ago, I was in a house of his, and he got me, he gave an order to get me beat up and, and get, get kicked out of the house by the Bloods. And I, like, pulled him aside the next day, and I was like, yo, listen, I go, I'm not, den- <clears throat> I'm not denying that you were in my house. I'm not denying that, that you got beat up in the house. But I had just started five or six years ago. I certainly wasn't giving orders to bloods to take people out in the housing area. I was just trying to get through every day, just trying to make it, just trying to go in and come out, come home the same way I left, the same way I came to work. But it's crazy. You know, we go last year, we'd go 20 hours, no, no meal break, no nothing. And like people don't realize it with corrections. First of all, don't call us guards, okay? That's one thing. That's that's our pet peeve. We're not guards. We're officers. You know, we're the cops inside the jail. We can write tickets. I can make arrests. I have a gun outside of jail. You know, it, it's we're just like any, any other cops. But we'd be sitting there. Now, imagine you saw... Do you hear an echo? Uh, Yeah, a little bit. A little bit, okay. So, so imagine you saw a police officer sitting on a bench, right? Yeah. He's got his head in his hands, and he's going... Oh. And he just looks worn out. You go like you go up to him. You're like, "Yo, you all right? You all right?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I just been, you know, I've been on this bench, sitting here for for twenty hours now. And the captain just called. He said I got to hold it down for like another two hours. I haven't eaten or anything. What would most people do? They would go right to the deli, get him something to eat, and then they go to the news. With us, nobody sees us. Nobody sees us there." You know, so like people don't know what we're doing. Like you hear we work 20 hours, but like it's 20 hours. We'd be doing 24 hours, full triples. And it's crazy. Like it's a, it's a lot of overtime. It's good money. It's somewhat dangerous. But we, you know, we're not getting killed on the job. We do get assaulted and it's dangerous. Um, a lot of people that are on the job think, you know, you hear a lot. You know, this, this department doesn't care about us. They, they don't care. Of course, they don't care about us. You know, I, no company cares about you either. You're like a big company you work for, they're not going to care about. It. They don't care about you. All right, you, you know, and and they'll be like, "Yo, it's it's disorganized, this and that." And I said, "Of course, it's disorganized. It's government, right?" Because Island is just the local jail. We can't even get the Congress to run. What makes you think the local jail is going to run, right? And it's just the local jail, like your local jail in your local town. It's just the local jail in the biggest city in the world. Yeah. So we have 8 million people. So we have a whole Rikers Island. There's like six. That's another thing. There's like six or seven jails on Rikers Island. It's not just one jail. It's like six or seven jails. There's a woman's facility that, you know, there's six or seven jails on Rikers Island. So, and it's falling apart. When it rains outside, it rains inside. 
There's no air conditioning. Oh, shit. So in the summer, it's hot. It's hot. Like, um, it's like 98 degrees that we went through this heat wave last, uh, last summer. It was like 98 degrees for like five days. It's literally like 120 in there. Now, these guys are already pissed off. Now they're hot and they're fucking bothered. They make weapons out of the, the we have the fans. They pull the wire off the fan. They make a, a sharp and they stab each other. Oh, they shit. Picking them down. Like, y'all pick you down. <laughs> like, what are you guys doing? I'm like, like, this is ridiculous. And they're screaming like they're gang signs and this and that. Like, I'll see guys right on the other side of the gates talking to each other. Like, they're buddies. They go to school. If that gate accidentally opens up, they start cutting each other. You're like, bro, you were just, I saw you talking to him for like two days. What are you doing? It's crazy. It, it's so crazy. whenever, whenever um, one of the inmates does something like assaults you or goes after your pen or something like that and causes everybody to get locked down, do the other inmates get upset at him or her? Yes and yes. Well, here's what they did. They For a while, they were housing all the like, gangs together. So like all of the Mac, they would have a house that would be all Mac ballers. Then they would have a house that would be Crips. Okay. And why did they do that? Because they weren't killing, you know, they weren't cutting up each other because they were all in the same mm-hmm. gang. But what that did was that made a mob of inmates against me. Because now I'm on the floor. I close the cell. Like, yo, why'd you close my fucking cell, bro? I told you I was coming right because I got to close it. All right. I'll open it up if you need to open up again. But um, it's got to be closed. So now the rest of the people in the house, like, yo, what the fuck? Yo, what's up? Yo, you fucking around with us? Yo, you got to go. They'll say that. Like, yo, you got to go. You can't work here. I'll be like, nah, we, we, you think I volunteered to come to this house? You think it was like a lottery that I entered, that fucking roll call to come to this house? No. I'm like, I didn't want to be here, but this is where they sent me. So I'm going to come here. This is what I'm doing. And they'll be like, so they all gang up on me for something stupid. Now, if you have Crips and Bloods and Trinitarians all in one house, they're not worried about me closing their cell. In fact, they want their cell closed because the other guys might go in and steal something. They're not worried about the officer. They're worried about the guy in the corner who's sitting there and might be coming up behind him to cut him while he's on the phone. Um, they, there's a lot of... Uh, oh, hold on, I'm getting feedback. Hold on. There we go. Um, there's a lot of... Uh, it's all gangs that you the phone is something that that's very like they need their phones. They sell their, their pin numbers. They steal each other's pin numbers. Um, an old corrections officer trick is if you're being a dick to me, I'll just have your pin number changed. <laughs> and you can't make phone calls. <laughs> you know, and they'll be like, did you change my pin number? They're like, Fuck yeah, I changed your pin number. And, you know, and what they do is they'll treat you like, like they, they, they lie. You can't trust anything in the maze. Nothing. What they'll do is they'll all of a sudden they'll have a guy went from another house. Let's say he was coming from the yard or something. He runs up to the door, starts banging on the door, my door. They go, open the door, open the door. I look, I see the inmate. No, we're not opening the door. Yo, I just want to run. I just got it's got like a brown beast to sell him drugs. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. They're watching these cameras. I'm not doing that. So then they pick up a garbage bag. They go, yo, I gotta take the garbage out. It's like that garbage has been sitting there for three hours. I was like, you yeah, know, yeah, you take the garbage out when he go, when he's gone, when he's off my door. And then they start all of a sudden, yo, banging on the thing. Yo, yeah, take the fucking garbage out. Yo, yeah, take the fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. I was like, I have never seen a bunch of 19-year-old kids so eager to do their chores. Like, yo, yeah, take the garbage out right now. It's been sitting there for three hours. Conveniently, there's a guy, a guy on the other side of the of the of the door. No, no. 
And the, because they think like that's an excuse. Like when I get asked, why'd you open the door? You know, why this guy, this guy got cut up. I opened the door and they cut him up, let's say. I could just be like, oh, well, well that, they were taking the garbage out. So, you know, it's not my fault. Yeah. Like, no, like they're so stupid. Or they'll be doing something wrong. And they'll be like, yo, yo, listen, yo, stop. You're doing too much. Don't worry about it. Just go sit down. You have a good day. I'm like, no, they don't pay me to sit down. Like, this is the game. You guys try to get away with stuff. I try to stop you. You know, don't, don't worry about it. They go, don't worry about it. You know, when the captain comes, we got you. We got you. Don't worry about it. We'll straighten up. I said, they don't pay me $100,000 to be a lookout for the captain. That makes me the guy outside the bank going, okay, you got two minutes. You got two minutes. Yeah. You know? Like they, they'll think that like, yo, we're gonna we're gonna do this. We know we're not supposed to, but when the captain comes, we got you. We'll we'll, we'll straighten it up. No, I'm not doing that. I got a job to do. You know, I'm not giving you my job. And they're constantly asking you to bring stuff in. And there's of course stupid idiot officers that do bring stuff in. Kids, you know. I mm-hmm. I tell them all the time. I go eight million dollars. I'll bring it. I'll bring something. They're like what? I'm like that's my number. Eight million dollars. <laughs> like, you know, everyone's got a number. Mine's eight million dollars. I go put no, eight million in my account. We'll bring it in the month. It's a good number. So, how how long did it take you to catch on to like maybe some of their tricks? And did you ever maybe fall for one? Yeah, like the okay, trash yeah, bag yeah, trick. Yeah, you get burned. You get burned. You just hope you don't get burned and like everybody gets cut up and you get suspended. Yeah. Um. A lot of times they'll be smoking. The big thing now is they smoke in the cell. Okay. Now, they can't be in the cell because of PREA, which is Prison Rape Elimination Act. It was in, instituted by uh, George Bush. They can't be in the cell together, more than one person. They have single cells. But they like to go in there and smoke it's because they think they're going to get caught on camera. I'll be like, go in the day room and smoke. I'm not going to bust you. No, no. They're going to see us on the camera, and then they're going to lock the house in because we're smoking. And I tell them, I go, you got to get out. That, that's the price of admission. So you want me to put my job on the line so you can get high? How does that make any sense? I was like, you you got to take the risk. They just don't, you know, they, 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 they want to, it's all drugs. It's all, uh, it's a lot of fentanyl and stuff now. It's not like regular drugs. Like, like you would see, like, like that, that, like in high school where it's like, you know, marijuana, like if I walk into a house and I smell weed, I'm like, oh, good. It's gonna be regular. They're gonna laugh and they're gonna go. Um, Could you? I, I think you you've used. I think you you've worked at this job for so long that it's just second nature to you. But a couple of terms that are or one term that's unfamiliar to me is: Could you describe a house? What is okay, a house? house? Is a housing area. Okay, so like there'll be like forty inmates in a housing area. It's not like like you. There's like maybe there's the corridor. It's like you know what it's like. It's like a school. Okay, okay. so. Their, their classification. If you're high classification, you're in the cells. If you're low classification, you're in the dorms. Dorms are just a room with 50 beds. It's almost like a shelter. Aha. Hold on. I don't know why it's doing that. Um, a, 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 the cell areas are higher classification, more violent inmates. Um, a house is just, they, that's where they live. They live in the house. And the house is inside the jail. And there's like 50 houses in the jail. It's one off. There's a, the way it works is there's a fifth. Let's picture one tier. It's a hallway, 30 cells on each side, 15 on this side, 15 on this side, just a hallway. Off of the hallway is a day room. It's like a living room area. It's just got seats and it's got a TV and that's it. 
And then there's a bubble log. So I could be an officer on the floor and he's in there right there just with the inmates. And then there's a bubble officer who controls the cells, pushes the button, opens the cells. And that's a house. And there's like 50 houses in the jail. And there's like seven jails on Rikers Island. So like there's certain, and like, I, I know all like the terms, I know like the blood terms and this, and this, it's, it's crazy. They have like, they're shouting out the windows at each other. They're dropping drugs down the, down the, through the ceiling. You know, they fish because they'll be like, if I'm in the bubble, they'll be yelling across to the other side. Okay. You got this, you got that, you know how, and that's how they get paid is cash app. Oh shit. Yo, did you send the cash app? Did you send the app? Did you send the app? What they do is his girlfriend call. He calls his girlfriend and says, send $50 to this cash app. Then this guy calls his girlfriend and says, did, did you get it? Okay. You got it. Okay. Then a lot of times they'll come to the bubble and they'll be like, yo, can you pass these crackers over to there? Like, no, I'm not passing the crackers over there. It's drugs. I'll be like, yeah, you want to give me the crackers to pass? I'm going to search them. And if there's <laughs> drugs, I'm taking them. Yo, 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 you're doing too much. You're doing too much, bro. Stop. No, stop asking the cops to get you drugs. So how, what are a couple ways that drugs get into jail? They get into the mail. What they do is they, they have, they use like um, K2. Is the is a big drug. It's I'm not really even sure what it is. What they do is they paint it, they liquefy it, and they put it on paper. They paint it on the paper. It comes in through the mail. Another way drugs get in is officers or civilian staff bringing in drugs that you they will eventually catch get caught. <clears throat> Another way is visits. You know, it just, it drugs get in. There's a lot of drugs. It's a lot of drugs. And these kids are like, some of them, like, they're junkies. Like, they, they'll be using, like, fentanyl. And I'll tell somebody, I'll be like, yo, fentanyl, do you know what fentanyl is like? Sir, we got to cut your leg off today. Here's some fentanyl. You're doing it on, like, a Tuesday morning. <laughs> like, like, what are you doing? He's like, I'll see sometimes. Sometimes they'll be like this. They'll be like, I'll be like, look at it. I'll be like, I'll call one of the other guys over. One of their other friends, their inmates. I'll be like, you see this? I go, look at this. That's what you looked like the last week. I go, it's a Tuesday morning. What? Go call your mother or something. Tuesday morning, you shouldn't be looking like this on a Tuesday morning. And they're like, uh, you know, they, they become like junkies in there. It's also big money for drugs in there. It's like 10 times the price of the drugs that are on the street. They get cigarettes in sometimes. Cigarettes, the price of cigarettes in the inside jail go for $100 a cigarette. Shit. One cigarette, $100. So it's big money. So there's also that's now the gangs are fighting for money. And these guys are just detainees. They're not convicted because it's just the local jail. When they get convicted, they go upstate or they say they were going up top. And these <coughs> these guys have like like they'll be like, yeah, I just took like seven years, bro. No, like seven years. I'm like, no problem. I'm like, you're like 19 years or seven years. I was like, you can't even drink yet. Should be chasing girls and like paying bums to buy you beer. <laughs> Not being like, oh yeah, bro, it's the first offer. I took seven years. They but you know what else they say a lot? Yo, there's no, they have no case, bro, because yo, there's there's no they have no video of it. They have no video of it. And you know what I say to them? I go, you know what? If I really didn't do something, I'd want there to be a video. Because I'm not on the fucking video. Yeah. So you know. Point. And then another thing is they think if they have a paid lawyer, they're good. No, bro, I'm good. I got a paid lawyer. 
okay, well, I mean, and I'll be able to ask me, like, what do you think I should do? And like, I'm not an attorney, but I'll be like, listen, I'll, you know, only you know if you truly did it or not. If you did it, take the deal. If you if you're truly one of the innocent people, like which there are very few of, like, but if you're truly an innocent person, then fight it. But and they're always like, well, I gotta fight my case. I, gotta, I was like, listen, don't fight. You're not a lawyer. <laughs> like a lawyer, like a, someone who represents himself as a, as a fool for a client. No, bro, no, I gotta look at and like they think they understand the system. They don't. I don't think going bailing out, bro. I'm going home, going home. I'm like bailing out doesn't mean your charges are dropped. Yeah, that just means you get to a wait trial outside. Yeah. And that's a big thing. Like the big thing here now is bail reform. They're letting everybody out. No bail because bail bail generally isn't fair. I don't think if me and you have the exact same criminal record, the exact same crime we're charged with, everything's exactly the same. We both get $75,000 bail, right? Yeah. Let's say somehow you can come up with the money. Your parents have a house, whatever it is. You can come up with the money. I can't. I'm going to sit in jail in Rikers Island for like a year and a half. And you're going to be out at home fighting your trial. It's a big difference. It's a big difference. You know, they, they don't get their services as much as they should. You know, they don't get their rec as much. And a lot of people for the punitive segregation, which is basically like solitary. I've seen people go in these cells. They, it doesn't, it, they got to be punished if they would do stuff in, in jail. But sticking you in a cell for five days or 30 days is not going to, is not, yeah. it's not going to, it's not helping anybody. You go crazy in those cells. I've seen people go in the cells and come out crazy. Could we, could we talk about that bail reform? So what exactly is going on there? I know a lot on the news has been said. Yeah, that- bail reform is basically like, they're saying, you know, we, we shouldn't be holding all these people because all, all bail is, is, is a promise to that you're going to come back to court. Mm-hmm. That's what bail is. You get arrested. Now, if it's murder, let's say you get arrested for murder and you know you did it. And I and the judge says $2 million bail. I'd be like, yo, I'm getting up this $2 million because I did this fucking crime and I'm never going home. I'm never going home. So I'm going to get up this $2 million and I'm splitting down and never coming back. But if it's like something like small, it'll be. And it also depends on whether you have to have a history of coming to court. The judge looks at it and he goes, are you somebody who comes to court? It says here you missed the last five court dates. Why do I think you're going to come now? Now you have an armed robbery. But then a lot of people, but what they do is they sit, they sit in jail for like years sometimes, waiting trial. Now, and I explain to them all the time. I go, <laughs> that's that's not you have a right to a speedy trial. Mm-hmm. You have a constitutional right to a speedy trial. I think it's 90 days. So at any moment, you can say, I'm ready for trial, I want my trial. And they have 60, I think it's 60 or 90 days. They have 60 days to get you to trial. They have to get ready. That's your right to a speedy trial. You've heard that. You've heard that. It's a constitutional right that can't be changed. The reason why they sit in jail for two, three years is because they're trying to get better deals. There's a motion. Oh, this, that. Oh, you'll hear a lot in jail. Oh, it's his first offer. Don't take the first offer. And I tell you guys, I'm like, listen, you forget that there's victims to your crimes that you committed. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't think it's fair that he's offered seven years, but there's somebody's mother out there that you shot that's probably in the DA's ear going, that's my baby. How could you only offer him seven years? He shot my baby. And these guys, they all have guns. Guns is the big thing. And I tell them, I'm like, 
pick the wrong state to have to get gun charges. New York, we're tough on guns here. You know, like you get you have a gun, it's it's three years. You it's loaded, it's five years. It, you have a constitutional right to carry a gun, but don't do it illegally. You know, you can go down the way you're at Louisiana, put a rifle on your back and go into Walmart, you know, right? You know, you can't do yeah, that yeah. here in New York. And they're always like, yo, and I be shooting out, I'm a shooter. This I'm like, anybody can shoot a gun, first of all. A three-year-old can shoot a gun, you know? And it, it's just, it's sad. Some of them didn't stand a chance. Even what do you if mean like, their that? mother was attentive, you know, they, they just didn't okay. stand a chance. So it, it is sad. Like, and they don't understand. Like, there was, now we're on an island. So I was looking out the window and I was I was telling one of them about a cruise. I was like, yeah, we went on a cruise. I went with my wife on a cruise. And he goes, the, he goes like this to me. He goes, I saw one. I was like, the cruise ships are huge and great, bro. It's, he's like, I saw a cruise ship. I saw one the other day out there. And like, it's the East River. I'm like, what? He's like, I saw one of the cruise ships the other day. I was like, no, that's the ferry. Oh, man. Like, a cruise ship is like the Empire. I'm like, it's like the Empire State Building on its side. Cruise ship. What? I mean, the Rikers Island, a lot of times, is the farthest they've ever gone off their block. You know, and the gang, forget the gangs are stupid. I tell them all the time. I was like, yo, this gang's stupid. I was like, wait, you're in like a club with a secret handshake and no girls allowed? And you have like call signs and you're screaming out the windows. And, but like, you know, like it's stupid. Like, grow up. And like, they're, they're big into money, fast money. You know, I have more money than you this that. I said, let's say you be, let's say you become a highly successful drug dealer. So I said, I go and you make hundreds of thousands. What are you going to do with the money? You can't buy anything with the money. Like, well, what do you mean? What do you mean? I was like, well, do you know how to launder money? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, then you can't buy anything. I go, if you go buy a house with your drug money, the IRS is going to be knocking on your door tomorrow. They're going to be like, Mr. Uh, Mr. Smith <laughs> says here that you made $0 in the last nine years. Where'd you get the money for this house? And how come we didn't get our cut? Because like, the IRS always wins. And I tell them all the time, too. I go, it's not how much money you have. I go, it's how much you can borrow. Nobody buys a house with cash. Yeah. They'll be like, yo, how many stacks you got? I was like, I don't, know, I don't fucking know. Stack, like, but I could go today after work and get a Porsche. I go, I, you know, I'd have to live in it, but I could look <laughs> rich driving up and down the block for a while. I was like, I'll go put the 15000 down on it, the main, you know, $700 payments, and I live in my Porsche. But, you know, for the girls, I'd look rich driving up and down the block. There's a lot, there's way too many uh, with the offices. There's way too many, like, $90,000 cars in the parking lot. I was like, wow. listen, we all know, everybody knows how much we make. We all know each other because we're all it's public money. I was like, you make like, like even if you did like a lot of overtime, it's all overtime and you made a lot of money. You should be driving around an $80,000 car. You're a civil servant. You know, you know, you made, even if you made like 160, you shouldn't have a $90,000 Range Rover. Yeah. That's not smart. You know? So what do you think like with these kids uh, and these inmates, they all seem to be, <laughs> they want to flash money. They all about drugs, violence and stuff like that. Do you have any insight or any opinions as what's the root cause? What is the environment or whatever that is causing this cycle um, where what's important to these kids is what's it's really poverty, not poverty. Yeah. Poverty is the, is, the, is the root cause because they have no money when they're growing up. So money is the most important thing. Got to get this money, get that money. Right? Like they have pictures in their cells and they're like holding up money. 
$500. Well, there's money flashed out on the thing. This one, I was laughing at this one kid. I, I go back to him. I'm like, he had like a picture on his bed with like $50 thrown on strewn across the bed. I'm like, what do you got here? Like 50 bucks, bro? I'm like, what, what? The one guy, I have one of the, I have a rapper now in my housing area that I would, that I worked. I was going to say, he's a big, he's big on YouTube. He's, uh, I forget his name, but um, he got, he's, he does drill rap, which is like the new whatever. Yeah. And he's got, I went to his thing. I was like, they, they said, oh, there's a famous rapper in here. And I was like, oh, you know this thing? And I look and, and this kid comes up. He's like, oh, Walters. He's like, what's up, bro? He's like, he's like, how you doing? He's like, yo, you're going to come out. You'll say, what's up? Come out on the floor today. I'm like, yeah, I'll come out, bro. I'll tell CEO. Yeah, I had known him. I've worked with him before. And the, the, the girl goes, that's, that's the rapper kid. I go, well, he's the rapper? I was like, yo, I was like, get over here. I was like, you're the fucking rapper, bro. So he's got a picture. He's got 10 million hits, millions and millions of hits on YouTube. He, I bring up like his album cover or something. It's him holding a stack of money like this, right? And I looked up his net worth. It's $85,000. So I call him over. I was like, come here. I was like, this picture? I was like, is this all the whole $85,000 right here? <laughs> I'm like, come on. Like, um, we had, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bobby, Sh- you know, Bobby Schmurter? Yeah. Bobby Schmurter? I had him in my housing area. He's a real piece of garbage. He's a he's a he's a piece of garbage. Um, Why? What makes you say that? He's just an asshole. Like he's an asshole. (laughs) Like you know, some people are assholes. He's he's one of them. (laughs) His buddies, that rowdy rebel. He was in my. He's good. He's not. He wasn't bad. He wasn't a bad inmate. You know, some just give you trouble. They're just assholes. They'll be like, like they don't make any sense. They don't want to lock in. They just want to do what you tell them not to do. At three o'clock, like. You can't keep them out of the cells all day. Come on, get out of the cell. Come on, what are you doing? Get out of the cell. Go in the day room. We got TVs. They got video games and stuff. Go in the fucking day room. Then at three o'clock, they have to lock in for an hour. You can't get them in the cell at three o'clock. I ain't going in. I ain't go. They they dig around. They start getting ready. So what I say is, listen. When the last, I'm getting my hour. So if you guys don't lock in till three twenty, I'm not letting you out to four twenty. I'm getting my hour because I don't get meal breaks and stuff a lot. So I'm gonna get my hour. <laughs> And it's just a whole, it's a whole nother world. It's a whole nother world that like, it's, it, you can't even explain to people. It's so, it's so different. Like, and like, they'll get, they'll get cell phones in there. Like they'll pay. I, someone had told me that the going rate is $5,000. They'll pay someone to bring a cell phone in. Okay. And they try to get you 5,000. I'm like, what am I going to do with $5,000? It's not, I need this money. I need fucking, this job is the most important thing. I'm not losing my job for you. Oh, bro, we don't rat. We, okay, listen, stop. You're all rat. The justice system is what rat, like, turning states' evidence and plea bargains is what the justice system is is going on. But, like, they'll they'll, they'll get a cell phone. First of all, they're the most obvious people. They're, they're, they're such bad criminals. Like, they're so obvious. There'll be someone in, in the cell, and they'll be, like, peeking out, looking down a tear at me, and I'm like, what are you doing? It's like, what? I'm like, bro, this is the most shadiest thing I've ever seen. You're doing something. What are you doing? No, bro, not, nothing, bro. But like, I'll start walking on the tier and they'll be like, yo, yo, yo. I'm like, come on. This is the best you guys came up with. <laughs> like, no wonder you guys got arrested and got caught. Like, come on. <laughs> um, well, they'll be, and, and like the $5,000. So they'll pay $5,000, I guess, to whoever. Whoever that gets, brings them in the cell phone. Two days later, they're all over Facebook Live on the cell phone. It's on the news. And, and like, you just paid $5,000 for this thing. And that you can't help me. You're on Facebook Live. Clearly, someone's going to see me. I, go, I know them. There's no incel right there. I know this fucking out there. And then we just go in and we'll search and we'll get the phone. Yeah, I'll and tell you real quick. I think like two days ago, I seen 
on uh, on the internet a video that a, they claim was from Rikers. Okay. They made this. They made this guy eat uh, some bugs for a bag of weed, and they made this other guy like stick his head in the toilet um, for another bag of weed. I was like, man, and they recorded it all, put it on the internet. Yeah, there's videos of them rapping on there. There's um, yeah, they they you know they they're not smart. They're kids, and and they're kids. Like when it comes down to it, they're kids. They'll be like, and they, they say rude things to the to like like sexual things to the females. Like for, to me, it's a a lot of the, the officers are and the staff are, are are black, so I I'm I'm like the minority in there, and the females, they don't they don't they they don't threaten the females like they'll be very sexual towards them inappropriate, they'll take the, they'll flash them, they'll come walking the female they'll be like hey Miss B come over here come over here and she'll come over and he'll have his dick in the slot okay, <laughs> and I'll go over to him and I'll be like first of all. <laughs> I tell the, the female officers, the new ones I go, if someone does that to you, that's it. They're dead. They get nothing from you ever. They're going to be in and out of here. They're all, they get nothing. And I'll be, I'll be like, what are you doing with that? I go, like, if you did that in the park, you'd get like three years. I go, is there something like, what is your, what are you hoping happens here? Like, she's just like, ooh. <laughs> like, have I been going about approaching women all wrong my whole life? Is this the thing? Like, have I been that's doing it. it wrong? Maybe. Like and and they'll be like, yeah. Well, the the captain, they'll be like, yo, when the captain comes, and she tours, they'll say to me, make sure stay like ten or fifteen feet behind her. So you're asking me, so now you're telling me what you're gonna do because they're gonna be sitting there masturbating. That's what they want. They want her to see who to walk by. I go, see, you're telling me that you're gonna be flashing and masturbating for the captain to see, and you want me to just keep it quiet and go along. How stupid are you? Like, what are you? Why are you being such a cop? I'm like, you see this badge right here? <laughs> you not see it? And I, and I enjoy that. And like, I try to be true. I, I'm honest with them. I'm honest with them about stuff. Yeah. Do Do the I'm officers like, ever get sexually hurt, like assaulted or anything bad? Yes, females do. It's rare, but it does happen. And and when it does happen, usually the other inmates take care of it. Like they'll take what, care of it. What happens? They'll like, just like grab her ass or something like that. Grab her ass. Some stuff like that. Um, try and get into the bubble that you know, but the other inmates with that's something they police themselves also a lot too. Like mm-hmm. if, if I'm your steady officer, let's say I'm steady in the house, I work there every day with these guys, right? Same guy, same 40 guys, whatever. They know what I will get away. I let them get away. You can't do your job perfectly. Like, you know, there's certain things you gotta let them get away with, you know, whatever you feel comfortable. I don't like them sitting in my chair. A lot of times they'll come and they'll sit in your chair and they'll put their feet up. Like, what are you doing? First of all, it's an uncomfortable, most uncomfortable chair in this place. Get out. They start to get it. Then they get it. They know what they can get away with with you, what they can't. Sometimes, like, they'll tell you something's going to happen. You're like, yo, listen. Like, just uh, a couple weeks ago, something happened. Uh, they beat up some guy right after I had left. I came back next day. I was like, yo, what happened? Right after I left? now, like, yeah, yeah. Like, but we didn't violate your tour. They waited till I left because I was their steady officer. They didn't want to give me the paperwork and possibly get you know you the steady officers in trouble they respect you like that you know sometimes sometimes you can just tell when stuff's going on all of a sudden everybody's out there wearing sneakers all of a sudden everybody's wearing sneakers something's going down you just feel it because they a lot of times they walk around in sandals they're like at home everybody puts sneakers on you know what's going on. you 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 know something's about to go down and you can sometimes they'll tell you they'll pass you a note hey listen this guy you know this guy dropped his flag which means he's left the gang they're gonna they're gonna cut him There'll be a guy, a guy who's scared, right? He's a deadlock in the house. He he's can't live. He's a can't live. Let's say, means he can't live. There. He's no good. 
comes out, they're going to kill him. You know, fucking cut him up. There'd be like six guys around his cell. Yo, 17 want to come out. 17 want to come out. I'll be like, yo, 17 want to come out. He can tell me he wants to come out. Okay? And they'll be like, yo, why don't you let him out, bro? That's my man's from the town. I'll be like, because he's no good here. They're like, no, he good, bro. Yo, he's sturdy here. He's sturdy. That's what they He's sturdy. Like, no, he's not. Stop. This is my first day. It's not my first day on the job. If he wanted to come out, it's he's now been in there nine hours, right? On my tour. I go, what would you do if you wanted to come out and nine hours I didn't let you out? You'd be setting fires in there, pounding on the door. I haven't heard a peep out of him, except for you guys standing around the cell going, Yo, let her open nine, open nine. You want to come out? You go, he good, he good. I go, no, you're not good. And I'll go over to the thing and they'll be like, yo, don't, don't open myself. Don't open myself. And I'm like, I know. And then he'll be like, make sure when you get relieved, you tell your relief, don't open myself. Okay. I'll walk away, right? Two feet away. All of a sudden he starts banging on the door. Yo, my fucking cell. Open my fucking cell. Because he's, he's trying, you got to be tough. I, I don't say anything. You know, let, let me be the asshole. Because I get what he's doing. He's scared to death. So he tells me, don't open the cell. And then when I leave, he's like, get a fucking CEO, I won't open my cell. I told him I want to come out. And then the right, because he's trying to act tough. You can't yeah. show fear. That's why when, when they think they're going to get sprayed, what they'll say is, Yo, you spray me, I'm going to knock you out. I'm going to cut you. You know why? That's them showing fear. You can't show fear in jail. If they were like, yo, please, please don't spray me. Please don't spray me. The other guys jump all over that. You know, you can't show fear in jail. So instead of showing fear, they show anger. Yeah. And you learn that. That's why they spray you in the academy. They spray us in the academy. I tell the new officers, because new officers get scared. They're like, and you can see they're scared. I'm like, yo, I'm like, you got sprayed, right? You know how much that hurt you? Like, I couldn't even run that little obstacle course they set up. I dropped the gun when they were trying to steal the gun from us. It hurts them just as much. Just so what, much. what would be like your advice for a new person? Let's say I'm going to jail for the first time, Riker or okay. somewhere else. Um, I've never been to jail at all. Um, I'm not going to be able to make bail. What would be your advice uh, to help me survive? You? Or just stay a, a close, regular stay person? Close to the, stay close to the officer, bro. You ain't going to make it five minutes in there. <laughs> you know what he is, man. Don't commit crimes, bro. Don't commit crimes. <laughs> you, I can tell right here you ain't making it five minutes. I and you, but as an officer, you don't know how you're gonna react. Either when something happened today, we had an incident. The officer froze. Yeah, cutting the kid up like he froze. And he's gonna get in trouble for it. But you know, you and I didn't know how I was gonna react. Somehow, for some reason, I'm just like, ah, I'm an asshole. If I can spray him, and it's fucking great stories. But you know, like I didn't. You don't know because, like I said, I just you fake it till you make it. Nobody knows how to do this job. It's a different job every day. You're learning, still learning every day. I see things I've never seen before. But what would be I, some I'm tips? A, what would be some tips for like a brand new inmate to um, not to not get say, beat up or stabbed? Or it's hard. It's hard. I mean, listen, just don't be don't be an asshole. Okay. Don't be tough. If you're not tough, don't be tough. Like they say, they say in the academy, be yourself because they're gonna say they're gonna know if you're not yourself. They can the good reads of persons of people. They tell the girls, if you're not, you know, if you're not hot in the, if you're not a ten in the streets, you're not a ten in jail. Don't listen to these guys because they'll all be like, "Yo, you looking good, Miss B." You're like, "Yeah, well, come on, stop! Don't, don't fall into it. Don't yeah. you know what you are? If you're not, you know, a supermodel in the town, you're not a supermodel in jail. They're gonna tell you that. Be yourself. Just be yourself because they'll see right through you. And they're clever. They're sneaky and they're clever. They're sneaky. They're very sneaky." And they'll, they'll they'll play you against each other. They'll, they'll tell they'll be like, "Yo, 
Walter said it, it's good with him, bro. Can you open the can you open it? I'm gonna clean myself. Walter said it's good. I'm like, yeah, I'd say it's good. Mm-hmm. Or they'll they'll be like, yo, yo, go in there and tell her to open myself. Like, I'm not going. She said, no, go in there to I go, wait, so what do you want me to do? You want me to go in there, push her aside, open your sound, be like, yo, they teen cells getting open. No, that's my partner. Yeah. She said, go, I'm gonna back her up, or I'm gonna back him up. So you got it. It's it's a whole other way. I love it. I love it. As crazy as it is, I love. Why it. do you love it? Why? Because you you seem so you, different. You don't seem traumatized at all. You just you no. Know, just you know why? Like because I don't take. I don't take it. I don't take. I don't take anything personally. Very easy going. Nothing bothers me really. Like I, where I look at it is if I can't control it, you know they're gonna argue with it. Listen, I don't got time to argue. I'm not gonna argue with you about this. You know, I gotta go to court. I gotta get a haircut. I had barbershop. Listen, I don't tell you it's not happening. Be honest with them. Like if you can't do something for them, don't tell me you can do it. Like the other day, oh, like I get to the barbershop, bro. I got court tomorrow. They like to get barbershop before they go to court because that's where they see their family and stuff. I mean, like, listen, it, it's not happening. I tried. I called. You saw me call. I tried. It's not happening. It's not like if I instead of stringing them along, you know, it, it's. But you learn. Like you learn, you get burned on a couple other things. All of a sudden, they're like, oh, "I'm gonna be in there. I'm gonna be in there," and they get all panicky, and you just you go, "Oh." You open it and then you're like, oh no, they're all out in the fucking hallway. The whole house ran outside the door and I just opened it. Mm. How do you explain that? Because you just, you panic. You just got to slow it down, go at your pace. And, and nobody knows what they're doing. Like, we're in there faking it. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. That's what I say. Fake it till you make it. So that's yeah. it. So be be yourself and don't don't try to fake it because they'll figure you out. What, yeah. What's your opinion on uh, solitary confinement? Because I've, I've seen. That's what I was saying. Of- I don't know. I don't know what you do. Do you? I mean, what does it, it do to a man who's been in makes there? you crazy? You're sitting in a cell by yourself. You don't have human contact, really. You know, the only contact you have is the officer. The guys are usually up on the cell throwing shit in your cell. You're not getting, you know, it's it's not healthy. It's not healthy. But you got to have some kind of punishment. A lot of these guys, I knew a guy that got, he beat a murder case, not guilty on the murder, got eight years for jail crimes. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? So you beat your murder case and you got eight years because of the shit you did in jail. No, so, you know, it. It is what it is. And then and you work a lot, but you get to, after 20 years, you get to retire. Pension. Like, I get a pension. I'll get, you know, I get, I get good deals. I, I get free subway, go on my shield, you know, free train rides. You know, there's some do parks you, to it. Do you think I, as an inmate, you have to commit crimes while in jail? No, no, you don't have to commit crimes. I mean, they might make you, if you're, in a, if you're not a member of the gang and there's a gang, they're going to make you pay rent. You know, you got to give them some commissary. You got to do their wad, their laundry. Like they, they do pick on you, and we try to stop it. But you can't. You know, they police themselves. Like if they want to overrun me, then I'm not going to be able to stop. Them. If the whole house wants to beat me up and take. They're going to be able to. Forty guys. Mm. They know the repercussions. So you know, but yeah, you no, you don't have to commit crimes. I don't think you have to commit crimes in jail. I think you could, you could, you know, do your time. I don't watch. They get angry. They're very angry. The first emotion they go to is anger. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And like I said, they're bigger than me. I'm not fighting these guys. You want you want to you fight? Because I'll lose, bro. I told you I will lose. Is there a lot of uh, is is there a lot of like um, rape and stuff between the inmates? Is no, that a real no. thing? Oh, okay. That doesn't it's happen. Not, that it's not. Okay. It's not. I mean, it, it, listen, it's, uh, it, they're probably stuff that we don't know. Probably. Okay. That we don't find out. Like some of them are gay for the stay, you know. <laughs> There's a new thing now where they're, they're trans. They say they're trans, and they got to go mm. live with a house with women. 
And now the women are turning her pregnant. So the guy's like, yeah, I'm trans. They put him in with women and he starts fucking the women. Like, you know, what do you do? Because it's, you know, it's it's discriminatory. But, you know, I, you know, and these guys, they've all liked me. They were very anti-gay. And I'm like, and you better not be no faggot coming up. I was like, yo, first of all, stop. It's 2022. All right. Like, there's gay people out there. Just, you're going to have to deal with that. I was like, you guys are the next generation. You're supposed to be better with this stuff. You fuck that trans. There's trans too. I go, and you've checked out trans and not even known it. No, no, bro. I go, yeah, yeah. Okay. And like, I'll try and get them to admit stuff. I'll be like, have you ever had to apologize at the sex? And they're all like, no, no, bro. I'd be stat. I'm like, you're not all stallions all the time. All right. First of all, there's no way you've got sex you guys are talking about. Like, well, what do you mean apologizing? I was like, well, it never not worked or that. It was over too quick. And they're like, no, bro, no, fuck that, bro. Okay, you're all lying. And then one will be yeah. like, well, there was this one time. I'll be like, okay, see, look, we got one of them telling the truth. And they laugh. Like, yo, like, I'll be honest. You got to be honest with them. Just yeah. how you got to be. Yeah. But, you know, like, I got seven years in. I got another, I got two more touchdowns to go. And then I'm out. So, so ha- have you seen the inmates? mood personality change over the tenure between when you started and now are they, they more learn how to jail i mean they learn how to jail like when you're in there like when the kids the kids don't know what they're doing there's something like etiquette and stuff like you just don't do like if the chief's on the floor the chief or the, there's someone like big high ranking comes on the floor you don't sit like i had a kid he was leaning over the chief banging on the thing going yo let me get a toothbrush we get to like what are you doing bro the chief is right there back up don't give a fuck about no chief I'm like, so then when the chief left, I was like, yo, bro, I was like, you just embarrassed yourself. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, you embarrassed yourself. That's the chief, bro. You don't do that. What are you doing? No, bro, fuck the chief, bro. I'll knock him out. Like, what are you talking about? Well, the chief's <laughs> on the floor. We want. I want him off the floor because I don't want to get in trouble. I want him here. You, know? you want him off the floor and you're banging on the thing, leaning over. And then he's like, no, bro, that's how we do. That's how we do. And I'll be, I called the girl. It was an old timer in the bubble. I was like, come here. I was like, what do you think about what this 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 clown just did? And she's like, it was embarrassing. She's like, the officer said that. She's like, you embarrassed yourself. I was like, you don't know how to jail, bro. You don't know how to jail. She's like, you think? <laughs> and then like, you know what? Another thing I did is they, if they start in the corner of me, right? I did this once like a couple of years ago. They start the corner of me where they're getting close where I'm not going to be able to have enough time to get my spray out and spray. I'll be like, all right, you want to do it? Go ahead, bro. But this fight's going to be over. And you're going to have a broken arm before you even know the fight started. And they're like, what are you talking about? Well, you're a two-time state champion wrestler. I go, I will shoot you on the ground. I will shoot, take your legs out, have you down. And you before the fight even starts, bro, you won't even stand a chance. I'm like, what? I'm like, two-time state champion wrestler. So I mean, do we got to do? Let's go. And they're like, what? Really? And they'll be like, yeah, fuck. And they back off. And my partner was me. He's like, you two-time state champion wrestler? And I'm like, no, no, no. Not at all. I'm like, I, you know, you called that bluff. Because I'll be like, do they want to risk it? You want to be the guy who gets beat up by the skinny white officer? Because that's not going to play well here in jail. Yeah. I'm a big guy, you know. Yeah. Because you know, you just got you got to use you got to use your head. That's what you got to do. Use your head. That's crazy. You you must really have some uh, nerves of steel to do some shit like that. Make it till I make it, bro. I just you know, make it till you make it. I told yeah. you, I'm not tough. I don't even think I've ever really been in a fight. Like, <laughs> Like these hands don't work, bro. I'll be like, yo, these hands work, bro. These hands work. What did I just say? I can't believe I just said that. Now, what happened? I'm going to fuck your mother. I was like, yeah, you don't even know where my mother lives, but I got your mother's address right here. (laughs) Oh, that's terrible. Now, what happens if I can't go back in there? I can't go back in there. 
the inmates are going to hear this podcast and be like, hey, man. We yeah, heard, yeah. We, I, tell them, we I heard, tell them I have a podcast. Like, oh, yeah. bro, I want to hear that. I want to hear that. I tell them. You know, I don't care. It's like, yeah, well, I, every list of accounts, bro. Every list of accounts. I just want more people, more years listening to my show. <laughs> That's yeah. a good point. You, <laughs> you get some good advertising. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I was watching. There's tons of, I, I didn't know how like famous or infamous, whatever you want to call Rikers Island is. Yeah. And the the corrections officers, everything. There's it's fascinating. I watched a documentary done by HBO in 1994 in Rogers yep. Island. Uh, ABC was there like six months ago. The Diane Sawyer. Yes, yeah. They, <laughs> one of the inmates, he said, "Hey, yo, Diane Sawyer, suck my dick." <laughs> yeah, yeah. they be saying it all the time. I'll be like, "Yo, suck my dick, bro." I'll be like, "You been calling me gay? I'm the gay one. You've been telling me for six hours to suck your dick." <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. That was actually at the jail I used to work at. The, the, the facility I used to work at. Yeah. That was that so, was uh, the box. So what yeah. what do you think what, what do you think are some misconceptions people have about corrections officers? We don't beat up inmates. Okay, we don't beat up inmates. If we there's cameras everywhere, we have body worn cameras, we can't beat up inmates. Okay. So we don't beat up inmates, we don't carry guns. In the jail, there's no there's no guns in the jail. A lot of times, the police officers are scared to come in because they got to surrender their gun. You know, um, we are we are police. We're police in the jail. We we can make arrests. We could, you know, it, and it's a tough job. And just like no, like appreciate what we do. Like we keep these guys in there. Like all the people you see on the news that get arrested, they come and they spend nine hours a day with me. Like they all know my name. You see them in the tent. Most of them get released. So you see them out walking. Sometimes they'll come up to you and be like, yo, what's up? Yo, what's up, Walters? And I'll tell them, I'll be like, yo, listen, you see me out there, bro. You're going to buy me a beer. You know, and then you become like, you got you to gotta get a rapport with them. You have, yeah, you have a rapport with these guys. I work with these guys. Some of them hate me. Some of them think I'm funny. Some of them love me. So, yo, it just, it's like anywhere else. But we work hard. We, we're necess- we are law enforcement. We are not guards. We are officers and just, you know, treat us like police officers do. Like you treat police officers, you know, like we, we, you know, we know, at least I know who the criminals are. And I'm in there with them all the time. Mm. I'm, you know, the cops are out there and I like, I have nothing against cops, but our job is just as difficult as a police officer's job. You know, these guys, there's 50 of them, murderers, most of them murderers, attempted murder. Like, oh, what are you in for? What are you like? These are kids too. They're in much better shape than, than we are. And like correctional officers die young. Like we die generally like in the 50s or 60s. I'm going to live forever, at least until the Mets win a fucking World Series. <laughs> and awesome. I do happen to die, put all your money on the Mets because the next year is the year. But yeah, then, you know, it's, it's, it just, you know, people think we just beat up inmates. We tr- trust me, we don't beat up inmates. I get in trouble all the time for. An open cell, I lose vacation days. They take five vacation days for this, for that. You know, it is what it is. If we work hard, we work long hours. And just, you know, we get forgotten. We're forgotten. You know, I feel out of sight, out of mind. They don't yeah. think it. You don't see the correction officer. Like, you don't really know what a correction officer does. People think we're just walking a tear with a with a shotgun. Like, that's not it. Well, I'm in there with these guys. I got to feed them. I, you know, they, they, I'm sitting at a desk. They, you know, they, they all got weapons. So you just got to be tough. You know, if you're tough like me, you know, not many people are tough like me. So. <laughs> <laughs> so so, I think probably my last question here is 
what would you say to a college kid who's considering being a corrections officer as a career? I would say, hey, listen, it's a good job. It's a good job. You're going to get the best benefits. You're going to get to retire one day. Think about it. Think about it. if you work, if you're, if you retire at 70 years old, right? And you better have like 2 million bucks in the bank or 3 million bucks. Because what if you're 70 years old and you have a million bucks and then you're 85 or 87, you run out of money. Yeah. You're 87 years old, you ran out of money. You can't go back to work. You're 87 years old. Me, I can spend every dollar I have every two weeks and I will always get a paycheck for the next two weeks. And you only have to do 20 years. Sounds like a long time. 20 years sounds like a long time. But what are you, 31? Yeah. So you're 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 almost 15 years out of high school. Does it feel like it 15 years? No, no. it feels like you were in high school like two years ago. Mm-hmm. I just went to my high school 20th reunion. And now and I didn't just go to my high school 20th reunion. That was like three, three years ago. I remember I woke up and I was like, oh, I can't believe it's been 20 years. Every day seems long when you go by, like, oh my God, I gotta wait till next week to go to go to, on vacation. I got vacation in three weeks. Oh, I gotta, gotta wait three weeks. Like, okay, that's a long time. That sucks. But in the grand scheme of things, it goes fast. I get a lot of vacation. I get 28 days vacation, unlimited sick time. It's not, a, it's not a bad job. It's a good job. So take the test and we'll see you. What time are you reporting tomorrow? Nine o'clock? Not be there at six, bro. Be there at six. And relieve me on time. We'll be coming late. I'm going to be late tomorrow. I, I think yeah. I actually may have one, one yeah. bonus question. Bonus question here. What's the best slice in uh, New York City? Best pizza slice? Yeah. And, and, and I, first of all, I t- and I, I asked the inmates this the other day. I go, you eat Domino's or Papa John's? They're like, yeah, bro. Two inmates said, yeah. I go, you know what? Fuck that. I go, you're out. You're out. Like, what are you talking about? I go, you're out. Like, no, bro. I go, no, no. You're in New York and you eat Papa John's and Domino's. You're out. And the best slice in Sunnyside Pizza is my favorite. It's right up the road from here, from me, right in Sunnyside, uh, where they film. Uh, I live right where uh, Spider-Man lives. Wow. That's where, that's where I live. Spider-Man lives here. Um, they uh, Sunnyside Pizza is the best slice. Don't eat Papa John's. Don't eat. Uh, I went to Florida and I ordered Chinese food. I got lo mein. They gave me spaghetti. Oh, wow. It's all spaghetti is lo mein. Chinese food and pizza. You can't go wrong here. I'm a picky eater, though. I eat like anywhere I go. It's chicken fingers and French fries. Yeah, me like, too. I'm a pig. I'm a very picky eater. Yeah, like, I gotta. I gotta look at the menu before I go somewhere. Well, I'll. I'll, I'll, I'll you may see me at that uh, at Sunnyside because I'll probably be in New York City, probably around Christmas time. I was there like three months ago. I love the city. It's awesome. Uh, thank you so wait, much. Wait, for you stay in the city, Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. I was in Manhattan. Um, okay, just kind of doing tourist stuff. Just kind of doing like nine eleven tours, all that good stuff. Okay, um, but I'm always well, looking. Well, then, then there you go. Now you gotta look me up. Yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll send our wives to the to the bar or something. And we'll go, we'll go watch a football game. Sound, right. Hey, sounds like a plan. I'll I'll reach out. We'll go get some pizza. Go Absolutely. watch some sports. Uh, tell Absolutely. some more like, stories. Um, and yeah, check out our show. My show is Locked Up Sports. You can find me lockedupsports.net. Um, we have I got actually just. Spoke today before I talked to you to Lance Meadow. He's going to be on the show. He's nice. the uh, radio pregame, halftime, postgame show of the Giants. He also does uh, NCAA tournament games for Westwood One. Um, I got Jeff Perlman. You know, Jeff, you watched that Lakers show? Yes. He did. His book is based on the Lakers show. He's got a new book uh, coming out about Bo Jackson. So he's going to be on the show two weeks. And I think we got tomorrow. We're going to do a baseball preview. Let's go, Max. Yeah, that's that's some pretty big guess. 
That's some yeah, bro. Just ask people. They come on. It's crazy. I'm telling you. I'm a, yeah. You know, tell me a correctional. So I'll I'll put <laughs> I'll put all that in the uh, in the show notes. All yeah, put info. it in, bro. I appreciate yeah. it. Man, listen, this was a great time. My wife's mad at me because like, I spent all night talking to you. <laughs> you know, but we were good. Yeah, hey, it is what good. it is. Why watch our show? Watch our show, everybody. Locked up sports. Locked up sports. Thank you so much for coming on. I think your superpower is um, you have a unique way of approaching life that um, being a corrections officer just does not phase you. Uh, like there's no stress in you at all. And it honestly blows me away. I think you're a special person, honestly. I am. I am. But I'm married, bro. I'm a, I'll take it. So. <laughs> not, that, not that kind of show. It's not that kind of show. Hey, I, I sh- <laughs> got to shoot shoot my shot. Got to shoot my shot. Yeah, man, like, I don't blame you, bro. It happens to me all the time, right? These blue eyes, you know. <laughs> they, they, they're my money makers. All right, bro, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Take it all easy. Right. All right, later, brother. Later. All right.